Cruising through a Tuesday morning, 8.15. Tommy Tucker, WWL, Gray Skies. Glad you're with us. Had a couple of sprinkles on the windshield as I drove in earlier at about 4 o'clock. But that I don't see any rain on the radar right now. Um, highs today, going to be kind of warm, humid. Highs in the 70s, upper 70s, and then near 80 tomorrow. Then a cool front's going to come through, clear it off for the weekend. Unfortunately, the weekend's looking wet, 60 to 70% chance for showers, highs a day of 80. Tomorrow, same thing. <clears throat> Less humid Thursday, highs of 70, 58 for a high on Friday. 20% chance for rain. And then the 70% chance for showers with temperatures around 55, 60 degrees through the weekend. Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser joins us now on WWR. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great, my friend. Good morning. Have you rethought your uh, decision? <laughs> no, listen, I'm... Uh... I love what I do, and um, I'm, I'm excited about working hard to get us back to those record-breaking tourism numbers. And uh, I'm, I'm, it was a tough decision, but uh, I'm comfortable with it, and uh, we're going to work hard for re-election. Tell me what you did yesterday. Um, yesterday I went down to Homa and spoke to a group uh, on Martin Luther King Day and um, talked about the Civil Rights Trail the work we've done and the work we're, um, we're, we're looking to do to get more markers up uh, across Louisiana. And um, really uh, excited about that trail and what it's going to mean for tourism, uh, what it's meant to Alabama and Mississippi. And those tours will continue into Louisiana as we promote the trail here in Louisiana. And you were in New Orleans with, uh, uh, was it something for Ruby Bridges? Uh, yes, we uh, we unveiled the marker there. Um, incredible, you know. I can't imagine her mother walking her into that school. Uh, it wasn't that long ago, but um, to be the first black to enter that school and to see how well that school is doing today and a model for educating these kids. It just uh, if you don't get a goosebump walking in there, realizing what took place there, uh, it was pretty special. You know, um, it, it is amazing how, in a way, how far we've come, but in a way how much work there is left to do. But when you mentioned, the, you know, history, if you look at the history of Plagman's Parish, as we both know well, uh, it wasn't that long ago where um, things were pretty, pretty bad if you were not the right color. So um, I guess yesterday was a day for reflection and, and thinking of ways to do uh, better, and maybe we need to carry that with us throughout the entire year, not just on January or Martin Luther King Day. Tell me about, Billy, crime and the effect that it's having on tourism and conventions being booked, and what are you hearing? Because I would think once you get on the list of or you get passed over, it's hard to get back on the list of places we're going to go. Well, it's absolutely a consideration of everyone coming to New Orleans, whether you're booking a, a, a vacation or, or a conference, and even locals. Uh, the local restaurants and, and things in the quarter are suffering because locals are fearful of going down there. I mean, we need to um, rethink this strategy. Um, I keep telling people, the, 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 these criminals, that get slapped on the wrist. When we arrest somebody for carjacking or breaking in vehicles, those kids they caught breaking in at the Saints game, I'll bet you they back out on the street today. I don't know that for a fact, but they're probably back out doing the same thing, waiting trial. Um, we've got to start keeping the bad people in jail. 
Um, I believe in rehabilitation, but you don't get out of jail until you're rehabilitated. Billy, we had we, Eugene. We're letting people. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. No, no, we had Eugene. We're letting these same people going home over and over, and they commit the same crimes. Eugene Green was on a couple of minutes ago saying that exact thing. New Orleans City Council member, NOPD, making 4,000 arrests. And if you look at the fact that it's a relatively small number of the population compared to the whole that's causing the problems, they have to be arresting the same people over and over and over. And that's that's craziness. What's the old thing about Einstein saying that if you're doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? Yep. And, and, and instead of putting uh, the picture of the criminal in the paper, we ought to put the picture of the judge that let him out. And, and when we arrest somebody, we ought to tell the public, this young man was arrested three dozen times and spent no time in jail. And yet he just beat a lady within an inch of a life. Yep. Those are the things that the public needs to know because they'd be outraged if they knew how many times people arrested same crime before they spend any real time in jail. Totally agree. Let me take a break. We'll talk more with Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser, our friend, um, about tourism in Louisiana, what Mardi Gras is looking like, convention season, and so forth. If you have any questions or comments, 504-260-1870. Billy, I also want to talk to you about the Mid-Barataria sediment diversion because we're going to have Mitch Jurisich on later. Uh, I think it's the Mitch Jurisich that's now a Plaquemines Parish Council member and also an Oysterman. 820, time for traffic now, WWL. 824 now, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to the Lieutenant Governor, Great State of Louisiana, Billy Nungasser. Billy, um, what are you hearing about conventions and, and crime? And when you get on the bad side of it, it's hard to get back on the right side. Are you hearing that we're starting to drop out of favor because of the crime problem in Orleans Parish? Well, I haven't heard of any conventions canceling as of now, but surely we're on track that if we don't turn it around quickly, uh, the negative impact is going to affect us for years to come. Because once you drop out of that rotation, uh, it's hard to get back in it. So um, I'm glad the city council's addressing it. Uh, we've opened an office in the back of the Cabildo to help in any way we can. We've actually offered some tourism money to put friendly offices with a Louisiana vest and a radio to help assist police officers in, in some of the people that you know, bother the tourists and to try to help. But we want to do everything we can wait, 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 wait. Uh, to clean it up and make it safe. What would that look like, Billy? Well, we would offer some money to put some Louisiana Feed Your Soul vest on some um, people that would be friendly offices. They help tourists if they're being bothered by panhandlers, uh, help shoo them away, seeing some type of crime. They would call the, the police. So they, they do it in other cities. As we looked at trying to help manage the quarter and make it safe, it would just be another set of eyes and ears on the ground helping to try to uh, clean up and make the quarter safe. Um, it's something we've offered to the mayor. It hasn't taken place yet, but um, it's something we want to help invest in, in a small part we can play in trying to make any improvement we can. Any uh, further development on your idea to, to make, what was it, the French Quarter uh, State Park? What were you trying to do? Either a state park or a separate district where we can make it a state asset and manage it accordingly um, to, to make it, you know, a focus of cleaning up that area and absolutely make it safe, whether it's a, a, a state uh, a park range on every corner but but the, the presence in the quarter has to be improved 
and I realize the importance of keeping the whole city safe, but the tourism industry uh, is so important to the economy. Um, I almost think we need to separate that district and highlight and focus it on cleaning up and making it safe, and that's something we surely would love to consider doing, and I hope to uh, continue those talks with the mayor and the city council. Uh, surely it, it should be a, a state asset that's so important, the, the tourism in that quarter to the whole state and the whole tourism industry as a whole. So we want to make sure it becomes a shining star that it ought to be. You know, one thing always astounds me when I travel and I come back is the garbage that is all over the place in the streets and everywhere else. I, I was in a parking lot the other day. It looked like somebody had a a picnic and just threw the stuff right out of the car window. Why? Why in the hell is Louisiana? Why does it have to be so dirty? What? What? What is the deal with that, Billy? Do you understand the mindset? Well, well I just think we've we've never had the you know people just they see trash so they throw more. Uh, I'm on a mission. You know, we move keep Louisiana beautiful under my office. The legislature gave us some funding. We are seeing improvements. Uh, we're giving grants out to the sheriffs. Uh, we're giving grants out for garbage cans, both in cities and on highways on an angle, so people can pull over and throw their garbage out. Uh, we've got over 300 groups, volunteer groups around the state that are cleaning up and love the boot week. It's more than we've ever seen. Uh, we're going to keep our foot on the gas until Louisiana is clean. And we're also partnering with the DARE program. They're now going to teach litter when they teach them about drugs in school. So hopefully we can teach our kids uh, not to litter and to, to tell their parents don't litter, and one day we, we can change the culture in Louisiana. Is it my imagination? You traveled. You were at the Rose Bowl Parade. Uh, was Pasadena filthy? Did you see California with garbage all over the place? It was absolutely spotless. And, and within hours after the parade, it was cleaned up. And um, we take note of that. And, and really want to change the culture here. You know, I was working with DOTD. I don't think the people that cut the grass were picking up the trash every time they're supposed to in their mm -hmm. contract. So we're working with them to make sure uh, we do a better job of cleaning up the highways and um, getting volunteer groups in every parish. And we're also trying to set up a litter court where the Justice of the Peace can write litter tickets. People can turn in people for littering and enforce it. Because it's about 18% of the people that actually litter. Mm. Any final thoughts, sir? No, I tell you, we got a lot of work to do, but I'm excited about this Mardi Gras season. Uh, we want to make it a record-breaking year in Mardi Gras all over across Louisiana and get back to those record-breaking numbers in tourism we enjoyed before COVID. Safe travels, my friend. I appreciate your time. Thank you, my friend. Have a great day. You too. Billy Nongesser, Lieutenant Governor, State of Louisiana. We come back, we're going to talk to Carlton Dufer Show, General Manager of the Causeway. Causeway drivers that you have a toll tag, and I presume that's most of you regular commuters, you're going to need a new one in less than two weeks. So we'll talk about the nuts and bolts of that with Carlton Dufer Show. Then we're going to spend a 9 o'clock hour, at least the first half of it, talking about more young Americans choosing to go childless. Uh, professor's done some pretty interesting research work on that. We'll talk to her then. Right now, though, it's time for WWL First News. Here now, Ian Ozan on WWL.